Hello and thank you for joining me for episode one of season three. I think we're in and this is the perfect way to kick off a season. If I have to surface into the current world of creation and entertainment, I may as well surface in an area that I actually want to be. And I can't think of a better drama right now to be in than Oscuro de Sale season two. I am always the last person to know about things. I feel like I've I learned not learned, but I feel like I find out stuff all late. You know, and I'm just like, let me see what Netflix, what crap Netflix is talking about. I get in there and not only is Oscuro Deseo season two in there, but it's like that, that feature drama that they put like at the very top of your list. And I'm like, okay, they putting this at the top. Like I ain't never seen this before. And I click in it because I have to. And it says, the what does it say? Seasons or something. Something in the description tips me off that, wow, it's another. Are you kidding me? There's another season, season two. And I click in it. Not only is it like one, because I'm thinking, oh, they started shooting again. There's like, what, one, two episodes. I'm going to be dying every week to get this. And no. The whole season two has been shot and it's over. It's a wrap. It's done. And I am in heaven. And you know why I'm in heaven, right? Dario Gadetta. That's why. Let's go. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias, Mexico. Is that how you say that? Thank you, guys. You know, I know that SJWism and wokeness has cancerified every single stratus of entertainment and everything, culture and everything. But I have got to give it to you guys down in Mexico because... You guys go in, don't y'all, on y'all dramas. And I think I knew that and stuff, but I'm just saying, you know, now, if I was a Mexicano or something, I would probably be able to see the woke taintedness of everything. But because I'm not Mexican, I don't see it as readily as they do, which means that I can still enjoy what you all produce. Because regardless of how wokeified everything has become in Mexico, because it is nobody's immune to this cancer, uh, you guys still go further, much further than anything here in the U.S. So I'm I'm going to give you guys a round of applause here because you guys are doing a wonderful job of just giving me trash and allowing me to decide 
whether I can take it. And I think I can. And when I say trash, I mean the good trash, guys. We are adults. TV, not TV, but entertainment. And I say TV because I'm old, guys. Um, Entertainment should be, you know, I am not 12. Give me, give me. Go ahead and give me the damn entertainment. And they did that. So another thank you I have to give you producers of a school of deseo, which in English means dark desire. Thank you for opening season two with Dario. Oh my gosh, you guys can hear the excitement in my voice. Number one, I'm excited. And you romancers out there that love a good ship and all that stuff. I am so sorry because I feel like I have dropped the romance and just left it somewhere to die. You know, like after um, Black Summer, you know, Rose just did... Um, spears in she really bothered me the way she played him and it made me go into everything else unwilling to sail a ship especially if it was outside of the realm of romance but when i am in my element when i'm in the element of romance i'm gonna sail every ship i can and i'm gonna sell them hard I'm going to sail a couple of ships at the same time, okay? I'm going to sail all the ships together. It's going to be messy and it's going to be trashy, okay? So, you opened up with Dario. Thank you. Oof, gosh, he looks, he's, he's still looking good. Can I say this? Um, Thank you, cast of Oscuro Deseo. You guys did not get that pandemic, them pandemic pounds. It seems like every... Almost every actor or actress that I have seen, at least in the Americas or whatever, they was eating good, baby, in 2020. 2020, 2021, they ate good. They all seem like they have at least 20 or 30 extra pounds. And it doesn't necessarily look bad on somebody who was already thin. But uh, y'all wasn't doing that during the pandemic. Y'all, you guys have been working out. Y'all have been working out. Y'all have been keeping yourselves in shape. Dario Guerrera still looks good. Still looks good. He looks like um, the next day after season one episode, whatever. He looks like he just went on ahead and walked across the hall and went to the next set or something. He's got this... Um, low tapered on the sides haircut that lends him this very smart look um it's not that far from the haircut he had before but it looks smart on him and he looks good um you producers are giving me what i want and i want dario and i hope you guys will continue to do that however long you all get to create this show it's all about dario you kill him, I'm gone. I'm just I'm just going to put that out there right now because it looks like season two is over, I think. And if it isn't over and you guys accidentally find this podcast, you get rid of Dario, you're going to get rid of me, okay? Because nobody else in this show is is um doing these kind of things for me. I'm just saying, you get rid of him, you're getting rid of me, okay? All right, so don't get dumb like the people on Walking Dead. 
gonna get rid of Rick. How the hell do you get rid of the damn story that the show is written? It's his story, and y'all kidding him. But we're gonna talk about something else because, as you can tell, I'm a little bothered by that. There's only been a very short passage of time between season one and season two. It's only a matter of a couple of months. But they do a good job with Dar with Dario because even in a couple of months, people tend to change. And I like how they kind of bumped his style up a little bit. And it, it's a real good pictorial of passage of time. Even though it's very a very short passage of time, so much has happened that it feels like it's way more than two months or three months, a couple of months. So it's obvious to me that Dario is functioning in the reality of who he actually is. Season one, Dario presented himself as this, um, let me just say, hand-to-mouth mechanic. Like, if he quit mechanicing, he'd be like, you know, living, asking Alma, can he move in or something because he ain't got nowhere to go. So this season, he's Dario, the guy that can um, buy you, okay? The one that has the money. Uh, He dresses like a guy who's got money. The pants that are tailored and tapered and the jackets that fit nice and the dress shirts that fit nice. And, you know, he dresses like a very suave. He dresses the way he actually dressed. Season one, he was drop-dead gorgeous with a faded uh, wife beater on and some damn blackish jeans. He was looking good there. So for him to have on these are my gangster clothes, he really looks good. Girls and some boys. So Dario Gadetta, his character, that's not his real name. Y'all know I like the real names, but um if i'm not mistaken his name is like spitzer or something like that he is so passionate he brings such passion to his roles it is off the charts the passion that he has like his it just oozes off of him um and I, i'm glad they gave it gave us so much of it in this episode um anything that this guy spitzer i think is his real name Anything he plays in after this, I'm going to watch it, baby. All of it. Everything. This is what entertainment is supposed to do. It's supposed to be shallow. It's supposed to be messy. And it's also supposed to make you just absolutely stand people. I'm going to watch anything that Spicer goes and plays in just because he in it. Yeah, that's how it is. That's how, yes, that's how shallow and the SJWs hate that. They, they don't like that. They don't like that. Because what you're doing is you're 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 saying that you have to be beautiful and you have to have some damn charisma for people to be attracted to you. And it's true. Moving on. The opening scene is of a necklace falling into the water and then a body falling into some water. It's like a pool. And you immediately know that wow, somebody jumped from a height. And the EMTs are holding Dario back. And Dario is saying, No, Juliet, my love, is the opening scene. 
So already I'm in because I'm like, wow. So we got what? Yo, love, Dario. Wait a minute. But yeah. The next person that we run into is Esteban. I already told you in season one, I love his name. I just think it's such a like a Esteban. You just don't have any confusion about what you're getting when somebody's name is Esteban. I love that. It's so strong. Anyway. We were told that he works for Dario at the end of season one. But in between that time and now, he has taken a couple months long vacation in prison. I don't know whether he caught a case or if it was something that Dario set up for him. But there's obviously some gangster purposes behind why he went to prison. When he gets out of prison, he is bailed out, not bailed out, but he's picked up by Bug, who is also named, I can't remember if her name is Zoe or Chloe, but it's Alma's daughter and she picks him up. And I find it, I found it interesting that Esteban said, because um, she offered him a cigarette and he was like, I kicked that habit. He hadn't smoked in like two or three months. And I do know that there are those who can quit after a couple of months or what have you, but I'm just not, I don't know if I want to believe that you're so absolutely clean and sober after prison for three or four months, because it would just seem like, even if you kicked smoking, it would seem like you would need just the stiffest drink they got getting out of prison. That's absolute hell. And I just don't know how you can get out and just want a, a glass of lukewarm water after prison <laughs> even if you don't drink anymore I think you just like I think you just have to have a drink just because it, it doesn't make sense not to you know so he all clean and sober and I'm mad or something I don't know but um he only had a couple months in, in prison guys it's not like he went to prison for 30 years maybe if he was in there that long he might be slowed enough where he probably can't drink or smoke anymore but come on man you was in there this is like going to jail in, in january and getting out in february and being like i kicked that habit i don't know what is alcohol again what's tobacco you know he was being extra and i thought that was kind of hilarious i'm like okay yeah yeah i doing a little too much so bug bug so just so i don't have to continue to butcher these names um dario guerrera in real life is alejandro spitzer and alejandro like that name right there does something doesn't it it makes you roll your tongue hard like that because yeah and then alma is maite peroni and then bug's name is zoe on the show um so bug at this point she's been with her girlfriend that she um went on a trip to europe with or whatever um in season one she's been with her for a year by now um again she picked up esteban from prison and it was something that she kept a secret she didn't tell alma or leonardo because of the drama that happened in season one she just was afraid to um but she said a line that just goodness gracious it just didn't make sense to me and she was like they would kill her if they knew uh season one this girl was like 19 18 so now she's like maybe 20 
maybe 21. She's probably more like 19 or 20. Girl, do people say lines like, my, they'll kill me if they knew when you that old? I mean, you don't, you don't have to answer to your parents anymore when you're an adult. Like, so I don't, that when she said it, it just sounded so juvenile for her to say it. It was just, I'm trying my best guys not to say incongruous because I feel like that should be the drinking, that should be the code that a drinking game needs to start. Whenever I say incongruous or any word that's a derivative of that, just start a drinking game if you're grown and only drink something weak, like, you know, weak. Anyway, unfortunately, the producers did not listen to this podcast because they needed to um, youngify Zoe. She still looks 35. And it's okay to have a mature look. But when you are a child and you have a parent who looks so young, she is going to start looking older than the mom. Because the daughter, she has a very, um, maybe I can say a punk style to her. And it, unfortunately, because she's so punkish, it attracts you, apparently it attracts you to clothes that just never look clean and it, uh, it makes you, um, present yourself. It just makes you look dowdy. Um, if you can't already tell, Zoe's not exactly my favorite character because I just think stylistically they got that one wrong. Um. I don't know if the producers think that um, Homely is going to suffice in order to make Alma look better, but Alma could have had a young, pretty daughter without her being competition is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Zoe looks so homely and she's so dowdy that um, every time I see her on screen, I have to walk my mind back and say, okay, Boogie, she's only 19 or 20. like so." I have to do that. So Bug hooked Esteban up with an apartment. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it was like Zoe only had $5. <laughs> or if she was trying to hide him because she feels like people might find him. But like he lives in these slums. His door is made out of like slum. His door is made out of some kind of metal that when you close it, it doesn't seem like it's secure. It's almost like a, it's almost like she moved him into a, what they're using as an apartment, but it looks like storage. She brings him inside and it's all rusted and there's like spider webs and, you know, and he's all, she's all like, <laughs> you know, I, I, we have to spiff it we have to spiff it up and you know and this I'm sorry this is you know this is what I could find and he's like and now Esteban he is like Cormoran Strike it's so super annoying he's like <laughs> when they're walking up to the slum that she found that she got for him he's like talking about you know two metal rods and a screw or something for his leg and it's like Esteban we already know your ass almost lost a leg. We get it. We know. We know you are crippled. 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 You limp 
harder than Cormoran Strike does, and he actually does have an artificial leg. You still got your leg. Stop limping so hard. And so he's like, oh, he just says that because it's like one scene and then the next scene is like he's just, yeah, two metal rods and a screw, and she's giggling. And I'm like, okay, so they beat you over the head with the fact that he's, he's got a bum leg, even though he he he... He limps around harder than anybody you've ever seen. Um, but I think it's hilarious how she was trying to downplay this apartment, how he allowed her to downplay the apartment. He's like, oh, this is perfect. And it did genuinely seem like he liked it. Um, I think compared to prison, he probably just liked the fact that he could, you know, stretch or something without touching a wall. But that apartment, if you can call it that, because it looks like a freaking slum, um, would have made me like break my drinking fast she opens his cabinet she's like you know i got you uh crackers and coffee and i got you some liquor she pulls it out and waves it at him like let's have a drink and he's like he's looking at her like zoe don't you know i am on the straight and narrow now and she's looking at him like i'm thinking that this might have helped you be able to live here <laughs> so he totally lets her down about the drinking and the smoking but he takes some coffee and they drink coffee and they catch up next is alma i got a suspicion that alma gonna get on my damn nerves this this season she probably should have got on my nerves season one but i probably was so mesmerized by alejandro that i forgave her for everything this season i might not be able to forgive her um just silliness um but i'm i'm just gonna try to give myself a break and if i don't have to you know cringe to death then i, I won't alma as is the most overworked trope in any drama ever she's seeing a therapist and that therapist has her in a support group yeah like she's a recovering crack addict guys i know what happened in season one was traumatic but my thing is girl you you okay let me just let me just say that to the end she's in the in the recovering group and um the, the reality is, is that Alma ran up on some fire while she was married to a psychopath. And instead of embracing that, oh, now I'm free and I can be with Dario and stuff or anybody else, she would rather cry out in the rain with her little nightgown up and all that stuff and look stupid just standing there crying in the rain. She would rather hallucinate that she sees Dario in her bathroom mirror. Now, girls, we have all broken up with somebody and we've all had a hard breakup. Everybody has had one of those. And if you haven't, it's on its way. But have you ever hallucinated that you saw the guy in the mirror? I mean, that is just like, <laughs> wow. I don't think I want anybody that damn good. Like, do you girls ever want somebody so good that when you look in mirrors, you literally see their their exact image? That is, that's like, you know, Halloween, Freddy and Jason. Why do you see this man in yo? What did he do to you? No wonder, girl, you were supposed to stay married if you this crazy. Goodness gracious. So just like Esteban, 
Alma has given up smoking. And again, Alma, if you went and, and, and ran to the store real quick and got you a pack of cigarettes, that would help you. Do them hallucinations will stop. You might call in and be like, girl, I am not going to be able to make this therapy appointment because I feel okay this morning. Why? Because you just smoked a cigarette. You just smoked. You are fainting for nicotine. That is your only problem. The hallucinations will go away. You'll move on. If you just take a break and have a smoke, girl, relax. Alma's kicking the curb, kicking cigarettes to the curb really doesn't make sense. You know, guys, I like to see dramas and stuff where people smoke and stuff like that because smoking hasn't turned into um, an enemy or something. And I know it's unhealthy and I don't smoke, but I like to see it because to me, it's the, the, the creators and the writers. They're not being SJWs. They're not afraid to have people do what normal people do in life. Everybody knows some people that smoke. People live with people that smoke. We don't live in this smoke-free, you know, environment where nobody ever says a negative word and where 80% of the people are women. Like, that is not how, you know, life is. And every time I saw Alma light up, I kind of relaxed with her because I was like, girl, yes, you are trimming and yes, he is fine. And yes, you are about to do this. Let's smoke the cigarette and get it on. You know what I mean? So I just think that, goodness gracious, um... Her stopping smoking makes no sense because the things that she has had to do as a result of season one to season two, she's gotten a divorce. She has had to move. She's She now lives in an apartment that her parents owned and lived in at one point, but don't. I don't know if it's because they did or they live somewhere else, but she lives in an apartment now, so she's not in this palatial place. So these are all things that seem like they would make you kind of still smoke. It seems like they would be stressors for your life especially since she got fired from her job she was a professor at a university teaching you know sjw at college which was something that was annoying in season one but she ain't doing it no more so i'm glad but nevertheless she's doing her life points to her life pre uh dario really should not have been one that made you smoke unless you count you know having to live with a psychopath husband which i understand that but she didn't know that he was a psychopath so but you're still going to show you, there's still going to be evidence of that even if you don't know exactly what it is you're still going to see it and you're still going to feel it and you're still going to react to it so even if she could smoke beforehand and there was a good reason it's even better of a reason for her to smoke now so guys i hate to be moaning this point but i just feel like alma emotionally is not in a good place mentally she's not in a good place she's not stable she's not able to you know get her emotions in check she's hallucinating she thinks about dario 24 7 she hasn't thought about nothing else bug nobody she don't think about nothing but dario every scene is her flashing back to dario uh daydreaming about dario or hallucinating about dario one of them three so smoking for a smoker the way she smoked it's incongruous i know guys that she wouldn't smoke now that she would have the willpower because her willpower is null and void right now she doesn't have any okay so leonardo leonardo he almost makes me give his little dry little wiry ass a chance because he calls alma and he's like i'll be in town the next week and uh, i want to see you and his tone he said that was very tender and 
I should have known better. Because before he could get off the phone with her, his little trinket right now came into the room. And he gave her a um, very predator-like kiss. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, there's kissing and then there's like what he did. And it was just like, you know, okay, Leonardo. All right. Um, This girl looks younger than his daughter. Again, creators. Y'all gonna have to do something with Zoe because everybody looks younger than her on this show. Every woman, except one, and I'll get to her. Every woman that has been on this show that wasn't an obvious old woman with gray hair wobbling around looks younger than she does. That's kind of a problem. Now, Leonardo is scummy enough that he actually would probably go for something, you know, young. But this girl here, theoretically, should at least be in her late or her maybe mid-20s. And she still looks younger than Zoe. So y'all missed that on Zoe. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all missed it. So he is still on the phone with Alma when he is trying to get her to let him see her. While he's mauling this teenager that he's dating now. We have a new character alert and her name is Liz. And I, I love her name. Just like Esteban's name. Where his is masculine, I think hers is so feminine. And the reason why I like Liz is so much is because they, the Mexican actors and actresses in this show, really do her name justice more than I'm giving it. Because in America, we somebody with that name is like Liz because it's short for Elizabeth, and the Z is all hard and buzzy. But hers is more like Liz, like if you said kiss, but Liz with less. S. It's like a shorter S, but a softer S and not even close to Z. But they do it so nicely in their dialect. It's like Liz, but with their accent, of course. I just think it's such a very feminine name. And I don't know what it's short for, but I like the shortened version only. So if it's like Lizbeth or something, no, just Liz. I hope it's just that and not short for something because I think that's better. Um... Liz is seen in a, her scene opens up in a museum. And it's one of the first scenes, if I'm not mistaken, it's the scene after Dario's like, no, my love, Juliet. Um, and she's standing in a museum in a um, white pantsuit and she's got, you know, a gold necklace. She is dripping in money. You look at her and you see money. You also see a woman who's mature. So she is not the springiest chicken you've ever seen. But she is going to grow old gracefully, baby. She's going to keep herself up. So Liz looks like she's probably, let's say, if she's not 50 yet, she is bashing that damn door down. She looks like she's well in her 50s, but I'm not certain like how old they're having her play in the show. But she's looking at this painting, which is ugly, by the way. If you guys see this, this painting is probably worth more than my life. But I don't like it. And she um she's staring at it and it's emotional. It's clearly one she's familiar with. And it touches her deeply and she's tearing up. But she feels the presence of somebody watching her. And somebody is watching her. And it's Dario. So then I'm like, damn, Dario, how many 
how many people do you have? My goodness, you're really, you, you really get busy, literally. Um, so when she notices that somebody is behind her and she thinks that it's Dario, she starts to make her way out of the entrance and she's not running, but it's that frantic pace where you're trying to get away and she's got so much money and she's so classy. I just can't see her breaking into a full sprint, even if she felt like she wanted to. She gets outside and she hails a taxi and right when she's getting into it, Dario bursts out and he's like, Liz, you know, and he's trying to catch her and they give me the impression that they have had some kind of past and it is not mother son. Okay. More like mother, you know what her. So yeah. Um, she joins the show and it's obvious she joins the show doy she does join the show but she joins the show and she joins um alma's recovery group alma immediately does not like her i think alma uh sees her as some kind of a, a natural born rival she doesn't know that Liz is talking about dario and she's she's there for dario but she immediately just does not like her and um Liz comes to the group and she tells the story of a Greek mythology story about Eros and Psyche, which is the name of the very first episode. And this story is based on, in short, um, a woman named Psyche who has a man visit her every night in her room and visiting her in the best way possible. And through the course of them visiting, he tells her not to look at his face. And the second he tells her, the 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 overwhelming desire to see his face overtakes her and gets the better of her until one night she does look at his face and instead of him looking like the beast from beauty and the beast he is gorgeous absolutely the best looking thing she has ever seen and she is uber like she can't understand why would this guy not want to be seen but through whatever that story is and its longer version all hell breaks loose after that and she parallels that to the way that this person mystery person for the the digmatized recovery group this is the way that it makes her feel about probably dario because it looks like dario is at the root of her digmatization baby i'm making all the words up today because she is just forlorn and Alma is sitting there watching her with a side eye like, mm, you talking about? Because she's kind of upset that this this woman is putting voice to a lot of what she feels and says. And again, she just, she just, Alma just knows this is a person I should not like. And she really kind of doesn't. <laughs> Another new character, newish, is Juliet. Juliet is, um... Juliet is the one who seems to have fallen into the pool just by the glance that I saw of her at the end of episode one. And this is how it ends for episode one. Dario, excuse me, Alma is thinking about Dario all the time. I mean, all the time. Every, every, only time she don't think about Dario, I don't need, I was going to say when she sleeps. But it's only in that period of sleep where your brain can't retain a dream or something. Um, but she thinks about him at all times. 
And she thinks about him so hard today that he actually does appear in front of her. But not like a hallucination, but as his a real, his body. And she's rounding this corner, but when she spots him, she stops. So that she can, you know, I hustle around the corner. Because he's standing there at a hotel. And he's waiting for what I, who I think is Juliet. Come out the car. And she's getting, the, the, the chauffeur is getting the luggage out. And she's, you know, wrapping her body around him. Because she's like, ooh, she misses him. He misses her. And he's kissing her. And Alma notices this. And she is gutted. Because although she likes to fake the funk. Like, ooh, that was just a mistake. She is so digmatized it ain't funny. And it, it scores her. And he notices her. And when he notices Alma from across the way, he freezes. He freezes so hard that Juliet, poor baby, she she looked like she in her 20s too. And again, looks younger than Zoe, producers. Um, He pauses so hard to look at Alma out of shock that he's seeing her in the flesh that if I was Juliet, I'd be turning around like, hey, babe, what, what, what are we looking at? What are we looking at? Is there something back here we need to look at? You know, not out of like severe jealousy, but just I, I love how certain things happen in plots of dramas that, you know, I know why it's happening. It's because it's only supposed to be noticeable by Dario and Alma. The other girl, she's not supposed to actually notice that he paused for like 15 seconds or something. I just felt like, you know, maybe I'd be like, damn, is somebody shooting or what? Because do we need to run? Because you're you're frozen. I'm hugging you. I'm kissing you. And you're busy looking off over my head. So she arrives at the hotel and Alma notices and he sees her. His heart stops beating for a few seconds and immediately he takes Juliet and whisks her away and does glance back and he looks back with full regret that Alma saw him so my takeaways from this episode number one I have to get used to the circular flashbacky style of storytelling it worked for me in season one I thought it was unique and I liked it but now it's an adjustment because it's hard to know what is real what isn't real what's somebody's like subconscious what's somebody's daydreaming what's somebody's fantasy um and then it also looks like they kind of give us actual scenes that are going to happen in the future and then scenes that might happen later in the same episode but just out of order and it's just very confusing but once you get into this show if you choose to watch it you won't have a problem with it catching on to what ev what everything actually means but right now it's a complete adjustment because there were several scenes between Dario and Esteban that did but didn't happen or might happen or are coming and then there were scenes with Esteban that clearly happened because it's affecting him as a person now but yet haven't happened it might not happen because maybe they were memories so if you're confused by all that that's how I felt watching it. Um, in these flashbacks, I think it's worth mentioning because, again, I don't know if these are just flashbacks or if they are memories or what they are. But um, there's a scene where Esteban rolls up on Dario and has like a gun on him. And he says, did you think that I was going to forget? You know, obviously him and Dario clearly have bad blood. So Esteban is seems like 
he's scheming and plotting on when he can take his revenge. Well, we're going to go back to the cigarettes and the alcohol because y'all know I'm kind of obsessed with that right now. But, okay, you too moral or whatever for cigarettes and alcohol now, but you're not too moral to roll up on somebody with a fucking a machine gun to mow them down in the middle of a, of a busy street in Mexico? I mean, which one of those two seems like they have a less less of an impact on other people? Shit. Anyway, <laughs> another scene that yes, get 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 your bottles of you know um what's so weak um get your bottles of uh, coolers ready so you can drink. It's so incongruous, guys. And is this incongruous or just stupid? So Esteban goes to this church. I th it has to be when he gets out of jail because like he looks out and they're having service a guy comes in with a machine gun or rifle and he starts mowing people down shooting them shooting them shooting them shooting them everybody's running they get mowed down in the process but they still running esteban decides he's going to get underneath the pew or try to at least lay with underneath the pew between the pews and the gunman comes up on his aisle points the gun at him he's ready to shoot what does esteban hold up if you guessed that esteban doesn't get shot because he holds up a ding 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 a bible you would be right the bible stopped the bullet of an ak-47 yes it did a gun that can go through walls and stuff yes the bible did that so i thought that was hilarious and i loved it you know why because it's a drama and it's, that was so dumb that that would work that it was dumb so <laughs> i'm glad that the producers just don't give a damn like i i am so glad that they use their imagination so much on this show that they suspended they just stop using it at a certain point when they want when they need to push a plot forward they will just say fuck reality and fuck everything else we're gonna make this bible work and you you gonna be like that did not work but it did work so don't worry about it and i'm not worried about it it's not stopping me because i will take that over somebody telling me whatever the hell holly weird is espousing i will take that any day so that was hilarious and because of that esteban had his come to jesus moment which is more than likely the reason why he doesn't drink and smoke anymore because he found Jesus and he started to come to this church and he started to work with this um, pastor who has his hands in the community. A word I hate using community, Ugh. but Esteban, he works at this place where uh, people can come and eat. I don't want to call it a soup kitchen, but we gonna say that's what it is because it just might be the damn church basement or something, but he works there. You can tell the pastor is drawn to him because he is. He comes up to him, shakes his hand, and, you know, is probably trying to feel him out. In this show, everybody is sketch a little bit, so I am not trusting you, pastor. So I'm just letting y'all know that right now. But that will end um, episode one. I'm going to take this episode by episode because when I condense it all into one, I miss stuff. I miss stuff now, but not nearly as much as i would if i scooched it all in so hopefully you guys are down for the ride down for me to take this apart episode by episode it's much more interesting this way at least for this because this is my damn show and um hopefully i'll be able to enjoy you listening for episode two <laughs>